Hi, I'm Penny Taylor, a health and care journalist, and I'm joined by Dr. Elizabeth Kelly, the GP who believes that kindness is too often a missing link in healthcare. Elizabeth, you led the research that informed the Carnegie UK Trust's report, The Courage to be Kind. What did you discover about the essential ingredients for growing a kindness culture? I ask because I'm interested in what comes next. I think both being involved in the work we did at Carnegie um, about listening to the experiences of some doctors who were working in the pandemic has been incredibly valuable and built on work done in Carnegie by Julia Unwin on kindness, emotions and human relationships, the blind spot and public policy, but increasingly internationally um, about that very important element of kindness and human relationships in delivering the best possible care um, to enable people to live as well as possible um, in the context of their own lives. We've talked in these podcasts about various different things. We've talked about kindness to self. Um, we've talked about kindness to others, kindness in leadership and kindness in practice, as well as the system. So it's all of these things, Penny. It's fundamentally valuing the humanness of ourselves and challenging what has become the dominant narrative um, in public policy and particularly in health and social care, perhaps about money, taking the focus and energy and leadership away from the core purpose of delivering the best care possible. Do we need to think about how we design our systems around kindness? Now, there are going to be people working in really unkind environments. Yeah. What can they do to influence the change you describe? I don't know as much about the social care system, but the healthcare system has been dominated by a set of targets, uh, um, increasing focus on, on governance, risk and audit and quantifiable data to measure what success looks like. I believe the pandemic has blown that apart. We have shown that it is actually about our ability to be human, our ability to see people who are... Um, who are struggling, who to be open about that vulnerability, to notice that actually kindness, deep kindness, listening, compassion, ability to, to have thoughtful, timely conversations with family make huge differences, both in terms of how it feels to work in that system, but actually how it, how it feels to experience that system. There is a fear from the people who contributed to our report about going back to the old, which was systems that were had lots of people working to ensure that we delivered targets. But actually, as a society, let's have a conversation about what's important. What's important to look at about what we can do to keep ourselves well within our own environments and our communities and what it is and what it's not that a health and social care service can deliver. I think it's time to, as we come out, Penny, of the, the next few months where we recognise that staff will be exhausted, there will be an expectation that waiting lists will be tackled again, rightly so. But let's have a broad conversation that actually says, the past is the past. We did a huge amount that was really good, that targets helped drive up standards in some areas, but actually 
perhaps we lost a sense of who we are in terms of people, people that required kindness, dignity and respect to flourish. And let's build that in in various different ways to the service for the future. And do you think that we can achieve both those things, i.e. a performance that will go about clearing uh, backlogs of waiting lists and promotion of kindness? Do you think it's achievable or is it either or? No, I think it's both, but it starts with leadership, Penny. It starts with strong, courageous leadership to start a different conversation, a conversation that I hope will be heard, I hope will be held with respect and dignity. And my hope is that the response will harness some of that collegiality that we heard right at the very beginning of the pandemic throughout a society where we came together to celebrate the NHS, social care, people who were delivering shop workers, the clap for carers, that essence of actually, it was absolutely the right thing to do to stop elective work, to stop waiting lists, to put a pause. Yes, we need to restart them. If I was awake each night with a hip that was crumbling and needed a hip replacement, I would want that done. But I would also, I hope, want to be part of a conversation that actually recognised that the staff are exhausted. They're actually working in a system that has delivered amazing stuff. You just think about the demand on everybody in this last surge that we've had. So let's have a conversation that enables staff to take those holidays, to take the downtime, to recover, to, to as well as think of a managed way in which we open up the healthcare service again to deliver the very needed operations and appointments that are needed. But if we don't have a conversation as a peoples in Scotland about the importance of all of this, my fear is that it will be easier to go back to the old regimen of targets and we have lost such a lot of rich, rich stories and experiences about the importance of well-being and kindness. What's at stake, Dr Elizabeth Kelly, if we don't grasp that thistle and really take kindness to our hearts? I think it's huge. I think the risks are that we will fail to deliver the care that people will benefit from because we are managing targets by an exhausted workforce that find it difficult to have the energy to be kind. I think we risk losing many staff after their experiences through the pandemic. There will be some people who have been amazing and stayed on beyond where they expected to because they've kept going because of duty and service. There will be some people who have just experienced too much and can't keep going. But if we don't give space to allow and give permission for people to have a wobble, to say it's okay after the crisis, to say, I need a downtime, then I think we have the potential to lose many people from our health and care service. And we will fundamentally not be able to rebuild or regrow anything if that happens, Penny. So I think there are short-term risks. There are real risks to service provision. But also, if we cannot open up a conversation that is about different, both in terms of um, our communities and our society in Scotland, then we risk learning the many wonderful things that we have learned over the pandemic. And finally, Dr Elizabeth Kelly, how can people listening to 
this series of podcasts on the courage to be kind, how can they contribute to the culture change that's required either in their own workplaces or even in our society? I think the first thing is, is, is think about manageable things that you can do yourself. So going back to one of the other conversations we had, Penny, how am I? How am I really? Be kind to yourself. Be kind to others. Be part of a team that you can foster a culture that is predicated on kindness. Celebrate the successes. For leaders to think about modelling kindness, to celebrate successes, to have an assets-based conversation to minimise the deficits and complaint conversation. For our leaders in government and in political space, for our media to have a, be prepared to be courageous, to have a different conversation, to recognise that if all the vulnerability that many people are now talking about, the stories that people are being being brave enough to, to tell us about how it has been for them in the health and care service. If that isn't listened to and valued, I think we risk not being able to have the health and care service that we want to, to meet our needs as we get older. Now, it's almost a year since you embarked on your research with other doctors working in uh, on the COVID frontline. Do you plan to repeat that exercise to see what's happened since? Um, in Carnegie, we've been thoughtful about how to take this work forward. Um, I think in terms of Carnegie, what we have valued and been told has been valued is the very power of space for reflection, for reflective conversations. And what we have offered and has been taken up is to hold spaces for senior leaders across the health and social care space to reflect on how they are, what's going well and what could be done differently. And I think Carnegie and all the work they do um, about well-being is in a position to do something that is slightly different. So perhaps not repeat what we've done before, Penny, but to build on it, to continue to feel this is absolutely critical to the future of our um, health and care service and perhaps to us in Scotland as a society too. Dr Elizabeth Kelly, thank you so much for speaking to me about the courage to be kind. Thanks. This is The Courage to be Kind, a podcast exploring the role of kindness in health and social care workplaces in Scotland. More episodes and more information can be found on the Carnegie UK Trust website at www.carnegieuktrust.org.uk.